This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. So I've gotten a lot of great suggestions, and if those weren't here earlier in the show, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going speed dating tonight, and I haven't been before, and I'm kind of trying to think about what question I want to ask that will like stick in people's minds, but that would also get me to like figure out who I want to be with. All right, so this one is from Animal Fries. Well done, thank you, Animal Fries. Uh, and he says, "What's the nicest thing that someone has ever done for you?" And then he says why to ask it is because it tells you what others think of them and what they value and they are capable of gratitude so that would be something that again it's a cool story you might that's hear a, out of it that's a really good one like you'll yes. get yeah. i think a thoughtful answer there right and then another funny one is from e-money in napa come on e-money and he says if animals could talk which animal would be the dumbest <laughs> and what do you guys what do you guys think is the answer to this is kind of an assley uh, what the animal is the dumbest? I think. Mm, no, I want to say definitely that. not cats. Cats are smart. No, cats as are hell. smart. So okay, I, I, some dogs fall into this equation. Deer? Some deer are pretty dumb. Yeah. What about a horse? Because a horse lets some other animal sit on its back and ride it around. <laughs> like the ones that try to buck you off, I think are pretty smart. I think mm-hmm. I could sit and have a bourbon with a horse. You'd be that smart. <laughs> yeah, ho- I think donkeys are are dumber than horses, though. Okay, that's Don- how donkeys, I feel. Donkeys are good. Yeah, that's a one. Just anything that pig, is, chicken. No, pigs are really pigs smart. Are smart. Yeah, pigs, pigs are smart. Are really yeah, pigs are smart. smart. Chicken. Yeah. Chickens just chickens are pretty chicken stupid. Doing? Yeah, chickens yeah. is pretty stupid. Look at the one from Moana. Hey, hey, that's a stupid <laughs> chicken. Seriously. And then someone else asked, uh, I can't remember, I can't find it right now, but uh, which Roy sibling are you and why? So again, Roy siblings are the succession characters. And I think a better question is, which Roy sibling are you and why? And then also, which Roy sibling did you like the most and why? Because I feel like I might be most similar to Shiv, but I don't know if I like Shiv the most. So maybe that's like a little What if the response is, who with the what now? And then I'll probably move on. But again, I don't blame everybody if yeah. they don't watch Succession. I'll probably just find something else but, they probably watch. I was going to say, but what if it's literally, I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that, because I know you like that show. Yeah. I know that that's a show that you have analyzed and everything else. Would that be a, I, like they literally were unaware of its existence. Is that a red flag? It's a yellow flag. But then I might ask them, oh, so like, so if you didn't catch Succession, what do you watch on TV? I don't watch much TV. I and then it. that turns into a maybe we were not going to get along kind of thing because it is a passion of mine. You know, TV is the opiate of the masses. I just don't indulge. <laughs> what if you got one of those? Uh, that would be that would be a definite like uh, red flag <laughs> or like I don't have a TV in my house because I don't want to have the you know the other countries coming into my home. You know, oh, like, they already got you on that. Well, of course, <laughs> your phone. Oh, I'm just saying, phone. if that's the answer, it's a definite. What if they didn't uh, like flag. sports? If they don't like sports, that's honestly a green flag. I couldn't agree more. They I think couldn't agree more. It's but I think it's okay if they do like sports. It's not. R- it's not a red flag if they do, if they do like sports. It's just that if they have if they, if they don't like sports but they like other things, I think that's also interesting. That, so tell me if you run into this one out. Okay. This happens to me occasionally, and I don't love it. My group of friends that I have, 
we talk about a lot of things, including sports, and I'm happy to talk about sports with them because we also talk about our families, our lives, our work, and it and, and it's fine. And I'm happy to have that be part of the rich tapestry of what we discuss with my friends. Somebody that I know casually that really only knows me through what I do. Sure. And the only thing they try to engage me on is that is so deeply off-putting. It's like, guys, I can talk about things that are not the Dodgers and Rams, and I would like to. I would like to talk about something else. That that insistence on trying to hammer home the sports thing, to M's point, is not necessarily a red flag, but the I have no idea what any of that is. Let's talk about something else. I love that. Because I have my friends that I watch sports with, and I have my friends I watch sports with, and I have my friends I don't watch sports with. And I think that as long as I have somebody to watch uh, football with, is always fun But for me. I, I will say that there's something about Someone who's in a unique line of work, I almost can't help myself. You know, like and and I, I look at it the other way. Somebody's looking at, wow, but, okay, you're in a very interesting line of work. Oh my gosh, right. you crack a mic five if days you a week. To ask me about the radio business. I'm happy to. T- that's interesting to me. Yeah, but if you want to give me your takes on the Lakers, I don't really sure. want to chew on that so much. I was at a team party for Michael. And one of the fathers of one of Michael's teammates is a captain of ships, like cruise ships. Like he's in charge of the fascinating. I've never met anybody that was in charge of cruise ships. Right. I built these ships. I had a million questions, and he was wonderful. So I understand the impulse of that. It's not the truck driver I mentioned. Yeah, I'm like, I, tell me more. I'm an accountant. Okay, mm-hmm. I kind of know what that is. And I, okay, let's find an, another thing. I, I sail boats around the ocean and take people. I, I got a lot of questions about that. What about the Lakers? They're going to break down. They want the... I love it. They want what we're doing. All right, so Dion, M, you got the sound for this? Yes. So Dion was doing an interview. He was being interviewed, and the the subject went to Shadour's position in the draft, when he might go, why would he go, who would he go behind, and just a series of questions. And I want you to listen to how Dion talks because I can't quite differentiate between whether he's talking about Shadour as his coach or as his dad? It's, it's not about what I'm seeing from them. Mm-hmm. It's about a whole lot of other things. Teams, position, um, round projection, all of that plays a role. Mm-hmm. Because now with NIL and who they are, shoot, you could make just as much money here as you can there unless you, uh, you know, one of the first five picks. But Shador don't want to be two to nobody. He don't get down like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people projecting him behind, uh, you know, Caleb Williams. And Caleb Williams is, is, is phenomenal. But Shador ain't no backseat rider. He ain't, he, you know, he, he, he drives his Maybach. Mm-hmm. He don't have a drive in it. He drives it. I was a phantom. <laughs> okay. So, dad or coach or a little bit of both? Because that sounded a lot like dad to me and a little bit like coach. I don't know. There's a kind of a pitch in there, you know. <clears throat> it's part of the team. Uh, there's a lot more factors that go into it. <laughs> there's a lot more factors that go into it. Um, uh, I think paying attention to Dion right now, he's in an interesting spot because he's not just a coach. He's not just a – this is not Saban and you literally – your connection is the players and, oh, by the way, we're trying to win a national championship. We move on to this. Dion Sanders has got – two of his kids that are a part of this team and getting an incredible amount of publicity. 
Shadour's got to be on the Heisman Trophy shortlist, right? It's three games, so everybody can, you know, the list is probably 30 names it's long. so early. But he's on it. But he's on it. <laughs> right. Right? Everybody keeps talking about him. I thought the NIL part of it was interesting. The, I'm sorry, Al. Look yeah. at the TV party. It says stopping Shadour. That, there's the topic on the college football on, show. Yep, on, on ESPN. ESPN. Like, he's front and center of everybody's mind. NIL portion of it that he mentioned about, what can you make in the NFL? Cool. We can actually do that now here in the in the college scope of things. So if you see him more as a parent there, I actually I, I see a little bit more of a uh, – yeah, there's a parent side to it. I'm, always, I'm also talking about my program, and I'm also talking about the team. The NIL portion is – DeMarco and I had this conversation a couple of Fridays ago and saying that you're not going to be able to do it over and over and over again, but – in Caleb Williams' case, in Shador Sanders' case, in some other cases where guys have some eligibility re- remaining and are making real money off of the field. Not just, hey, I got this or that. Like Shador, I don't know what Shador makes, but Caleb Williams, I've heard, is making as much as five, ten million bucks a year at SC. And this, what you heard Dion say is, well, it depends what we're talking about. What position? Like, okay, are the Chicago Bears going to take him? Well, I don't want to do that. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers going to take him? All right, well, that's a different conversation. And if it is the Bears or the Texans or one of these teams that's yeah. just ridiculous, I can go back to Aflac and say, hey, listen, Shadur wants to come back for one more year. Is there any way we can get him on an NIL? You know what Aflac's going to say? Sounds good to us. Yeah, bring him in. We'll do a commercial tomorrow. That there's access to money that's never been there before. And that coaches, and, and again, Dion is so far ahead of the curve. He's so much better at seeing the big picture than some of these other guys. Who do you? Who would you want to give you advice on how to manage your career as both a college football player and a pro football player? Deion Sanders or Dabo Swinney? What do you? Do you think Deion might see the whole picture a little bit better than Dabo? <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean. And that's what he can sell, whether it's to his own kid or to the next kid. That, I've been there. I, I've accomplished so much. Everyone believes in me. I have all these connections. And I broke the mold. Like you, you don't have to play their game. Ke- Keyshawn used to say this to me occasionally too. Like, don't look at that. That's they want you to look at that. That's not part of it. This is the part of it that matters. This is what actually matters. And he was right hmm. way more often than he was wrong. And I think Dion is also, guys, you don't understand. We don't have to play this game of first and second. And I, and I see the whole board. I know every move before it even happens. And I can not only put my son in the right position to succeed, I can put all my play. What an amazing pitch to some high school kid that's deciding hmm. where he wants to go next. Colorado at Oregon. We did it for a quick second last week. I think we both thought at that time, and I thought it as well, and I still believe this, I'd rather have Oregon win because I think it's more beneficial to SC later down the the road. Can you imagine if Colorado beat Oregon? What is Colorado-USC in a week from Saturday? It's an S show in the best possible way. The hype would be out of this world. The the attention would be – like national championship level attention because it's presupposing that SC beats Arizona State, who stinks. So they, they're yeah. likely yeah, to. Yeah, they got to take care of their But members. you got to play the game. But you do yep. have to play the game. But the reigning Heisman Trophy winner on an unbeaten team that looks like they're really good going up against a thing that nobody other than the players in that locker room and the coach on the sideline saw coming. You have classic old school college football royalty sure. against the new guy. Right mm-hmm. against prime time, 
in Colorado where they go mm-hmm. hard. Yep. At 9 a.m. <laughs> At 9 a.m., right? At 9 a.m. I, I, I changed my answer. I, 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 my parents who are Oregon alum are going to hate this. My, my son is an Oregon fan. Uh, he's going to hate this. I wouldn't hate seeing the Buffs shock the world in Eugene. I, because it, what it would set up would be amazing. I still, by the way, I know it takes some off of it, but it's still, let's just say Oregon beats them, which I think most people think is going to happen. I know what you're talking about. That's undefeated, undefeated. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? Like Candidate A, candidate B. Lincoln Riley, Deion Sanders. Right. Speaking of DeMarco, DeMarco kept saying on Friday, he's like, look, Deion has his pitch. Riley has a pitch, too. Oh, Lincoln sure. Riley has a great pitch. He's oh, sure. one of the few that has a pitch that's just as good as Deion Sanders, but I, I get what that would but mean. But if you're a quarterback, you might go to Lincoln Riley. If you're on- honestly almost anybody else, you might go to Deion Moore. That's a good if point. you're a quarterback or you're a receiver, because uh, Lincoln guys also in the gets league. the receivers sure. in the league. Can I be the uh, the bad guy for a second? Here, here's, here's what none of us want to have happen. Oregon kicks their ass. Yeah. And then SC kicks their ass. And then we're back to back down to okay. Earth. Okay, that that was cool. That was fun. But all right, they finally ran into a couple of teams that are pretty darn good. And not only did they lose, but they got drilled. Okay, let's say they lost by ten against Oregon. That's fine. Ten against USC. That's fine. We're we're good. We're 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 a top twenty five team. We're winning games. We got Coach Prime. We got Shadur. Travis Hunter's coming back. On the right back. track. We're yeah. on the right track. Here we go. You lose by three touchdowns to Oregon and four to SC. Yeah. We got a problem. I don't think sixty minutes will be going to Colorado <laughs> for. Did you see that week six? I did. I watched clips of it. I did not see the whole whole thing. I haven't seen it yet. I have it on my uh, DVR. I'm still you old school. I, uh, <laughs> but I think I... Can I tell you? I did that just so you would say that. Just so I, I, <laughs> gonna go I'm, I'm throwing poof. these pitches up and you're roping them. Um, but Record I, it on my VCR. <laughs> yeah, on my Don't tape over the tape. game. I haven't seen it of yet. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, over the Brady Bunch. Uh, but, Watch that two nights ago, as a matter of fact. Um, How about when the tape would come out? You had to roll it. <laughs> I do find it interesting, based off of what Dion has said too about you know people talking about his own team, uh, putting it out there that he that he that he put a little bit out about Caleb Williams. He did back off of it right Quickly. away, but Quickly. he did say that Shadur is number two to nobody. Yes. But I think it's more about Shadur than it is about Caleb oh, big Williams. Time. That yeah. sounded again to me more like Pop Dion as opposed to Coach Prime. Like nobody, my son doesn't take a backseat to anybody. Dion, Dion is too savvy of a football person to look at those two quarterbacks and not understand that Caleb Williams is different. And and I'm that is not any shade at Shadur Sanders at all. Yeah. Caleb Williams is one of those guys that I think everybody is pretty darn sure is going to be a good pro. Shadur may or may not be. We'll see. Caleb feels very Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, it it does. And I Listen, we were talking about Caleb Williams before the season even started for the Rams. Hey, I'll just punt on the season. You don't do that for no anybody. You don't do that for Tim Couch, Ryan Leaf. Probably not. <laughs> it seemed it would be a bad strategy. Cam Akers is gone. What does that mean exactly? We'll tell you next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So this is a uh, X post on X from Positively Black. So Positively Blacks, and then, again, this is a this is going to be an interesting one. So this is for your speed dating. This is for speed dating again. If, if you were listening earlier, uh, this I'm going on a speed dating tonight, and I'm trying to ask questions that I should ask these people to get to kind of the, get to the bottom of it and have them remember my name. So uh, the question from Positively Black is: You have to hit them with a hard question. What are your thoughts about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift? Okay, because <laughs> this will. It's interesting because that's official, right? Like it's everything so, but official. I have some sound on it really quick, and I'll explain it a little bit more. Uh, but By I the feel way, like streak at, or yeah, it was eight. I feel like it's a lot more than eight. <laughs> uh, you'll go on we Twitter. Just, we, his, we started his, counting eight days ago. Yeah. I think is where yeah. they okay. were on. Right. Um, so it's really what you know when those things before stats were were <laughs> right. counted. That's what this is. Like Deacon Jones before quarterback stats <laughs> were tallied. <laughs> exactly. But I feel like it's a really difficult thing to ask about Taylor Swift because I don't want to be met with someone who is very anti because I think that'll cloud a lot of my judgment on this person because I think that it'd be difficult. But then I also want to, you know, if they are a fan, then we can talk about it. But Travis Kelsey was on the Pat McAfee show uh, about maybe 20 minutes ago. And this is what he said. And Pat McAfee asked him about uh, Taylor Swift. You hate that this is happening though? Yeah. You hate that it's happening? No, I mean, it's life, baby. It's life. I threw it out there. I threw the ball in her court. And, you know, I told her, you know, maybe uh, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock a stage in Arrowhead. And see which one's uh, a little more lit. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the near future. Pretty good. Travis! All, right. All right. So hey! essentially, here's what I have deduced: um, both my sports side and my Taylor Swift side of my life. They're texting. They have exchanged. She finds him charming, is with their reports, but that they are texting. But could build to more. We haven't seen again for me and for I think people who follow Taylor Swift. It is not official until you literally see them together. And then everything else is up in the air. It's like Bigfoot. Until I see it, I don't believe it. Yeah, but the Bigfoot kind of. texted. I think he's an email <laughs> in and he hasn't got an email back. And this is a lot of Travis talking about it, not a lot of Taylor talking about it. Yeah. So it could be Travis, I don't know, wanting to build Continuing his brand. To- yeah, okay. And maybe not necessarily that it's reciprocated. That's a dangerous game though, right? Exactly. Because if he keeps if he's trying to build some rate off of her fame all it would take is for her to go i don't even know who that is right and he's got a he's torpedoed exactly so i think we're still on this stage of stats just start plummeting (laughs) (laughs) it is the taylor curse is gonna become a thing honestly this is the only athlete she's ever been in Connected There's a 30 to. for 30 in three years on Kelsey's What decline. if I told you there was an all-pro tight end that shot his shot and was never the same ever again? Uh, oh, so man, that that's good. the the both sides of the camp update. A lot of the stuff on ESPN, a lot of stuff on other things just come from the Travis Kelsey camp. I'm trying to provide both sides. So, again, if you're interested, that's okay. what the update is. Just gut react. Are they a couple? I think they're talking. Okay. That's a yes. She doesn't. I think they're texting. I say no. I think we got. I, I need more. I feel like he's the one. I give him all the credit in the world. Take your shots. I just think he's 
Right now he's hitting the back of the rim. But again, it's like a whole thing of like, I might be texting somebody, texting some guy, and he's not interested in me at all, but I'm texting him. You know, it's not reciprocated. So we haven't seen the reciprocal aspect of this. Oh, but if you're texting, there's interest both sides. Not always. I've texted uh, people that have not been interested in me. How do you, I, uh, this is fascinating to me because I have not been in this universe. Like with texting, yeah. W- being in a relationship where the given back and forth of texting and ghosting and Instagram, all, I, I, I don't know. I, I was That's way before my time when it comes to starting mm-hmm. and maintaining a relationship. If there was somebody that was interested in me, that was texting me, that I had no interest in, I'm not responding. You know what I mean? Like, I am not like, hey, what's going on? Uh, nothing. But hey, what, could, are, what are you up to? And then it's right, like, you tell I, the vibe. I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah. But she could also have more than one person she's texting. It's oh. not a committal. Things like that. There, there's that in there. But one yeah. other thing, too. Ryan Reynolds has followed uh, Travis Kelsey. was not following him before. Ryan Reynolds is one of Taylor Swift's best friends. So there's also that out there. But, like, the Haim sisters haven't, haven't you followed. Have put all those uh, any of <laughs> friends haven't followed. Did you guys ever see uh, the movie A Beautiful Mind with Russell Crowe? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And Jennifer Connelly. Just yep. make sure we get Miss Connelly. <laughs> Maybe, yes. Yeah, make sure we get yeah, in there. Uh, you know when he's got that board with all the strings yes. connecting? I figure there's a Taylor Swift board with strings to no. various people in your house. I am Pepe Silvia-ing this. <laughs> I and swear it's like I no was Pepe just going to say, so that's Charlie Day and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And I was just going to say, no, no, no. She's got the cigarette at home walking around saying, I don't know, the mail. They're, they're texting, but there's no picture evidence. I don't understand. Same idea, she right? Is that exact same yeah. concept. Yeah. Did you know that on this day, like just a, a lot of random connections that I always love those when they I have. overwhelmed Clinton with it this morning because he tried to engage in conversation about it with me. And then I was trying. I, I, I gave some. He's like, oh, crap. Lore. Did and you bring like, up M? his six errors at shortstop? <laughs> he's like, M, we're going to talk about it later. I this is way too deep. And so, again, I have to I have to gauge the depth. Quite a few. I was. That was, it was interesting. Cool. It was I didn't know cool. that was coming in. Oh, it's always coming in. Yeah, I didn't know that was it's coming in. It's always coming in. All right, so the Rams made a move yesterday. Um, they traded Cam Akers to the Minnesota Vikings yep. for stuff. There, There's a pick swap or there's a conditional sixth and seventh. It's you can have him if you want him. Literally right? means nothing. So here's what I don't understand. I, I – I understand we all have blind spots, right? We all there are all there are things that the rest of the world can see about us that we can't see about ourselves. It, it's every human being that's ever lived, right? I don't know if I've ever seen a person less self-aware than Cam Makers when it comes to how to navigate your own career, because this is a guy that really, other than a game here or there, has not had any meaningful impact on this Rams team. Who got into it with the head coach who is wildly respected who is running the show there who has a super bowl trophy in his office you get in with him and the coach basically says you know what you can go away for a while we're done did you say last year when it was all going down he has to do something because if he doesn't now that people are going to start to, and sean McVay didn't wait to do no, anything he did so. exactly what all good coaches do which is we're not doing that you're who out. are respected right exactly right mm-hmm. So that happens. They try to move him. The the NFL responds with crickets. Not interested. That guy, no, no, we don't, no, we don't, we don't want him. The Rams do the thing that they probably regret, which is, you know what, bring him back in here. We need him. And he played okay. The very beginning of the next – hold on, I forgot one thing. During the offseason between that and where we are now, yeah. every good running back, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, all of the guys that we agree are really good at what they do, either get contracts that are very short-term and undervalued or no deal at all. Yep. Right? The league is saying, 
That position is not important to us at a high price. Then you start the season, and in one game, you're right back in the coach's doghouse. You're about to be a restricted free agent at the end of the year. How does anybody torpedo themselves in their career like that? Not just say, look, I'm going to do the best I can. This isn't perfect, but mm-hmm. I, it's not I don't think the league wants me. I know the league doesn't want me. They had a chance to get me last year. Nobody did anything. Okay, let, let me say this. I, I think sometimes maybe there's just – the Rams weren't keeping Cam Akers because they loved him and they loved his play. There was a little bit of we don't really have too many options – what if just for Cam Akers, from his perspective, just give me a new beginning. Yes, this is on me. He gets Could to happen. be under a coach that was Could his happen. offensive coordinator sure. earlier in 2021. But for the Rams, sometimes there's a lot of this. I, I like that this didn't linger. This was a story for how long? And I, I know there was a story less behind a it. But less than a week, it was issue, we think, with Cam Akers. Um, now you got to address it during post-game interviews. Now you got to address it on Monday. I don't think he's going to be here. And then by Thursday, this will be arguably the last time we talk about Cam Akers and whatever that was that wasn't working in there. It's not like Jonathan Taylor. It's not like, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell or anything like that. It's it's over quickly. It's not about what you got. This No, no, no. It's out the door now. We got a game on Monday, and you and I are probably not going to talk about it again moving forward. Be, the reason that they could do it, and Emmy brought up two good ones, Le'Veon Bell and Jonathan. Le'Veon Bell and Jonathan Taylor were really good. So there's, I can't just kick you out of here. You're too valuable to me. I got to get something coming back. I can't fire Jonathan Taylor. I can't. I, I don't want to. He, he's too good. I got to get something coming back. It's got to be on my terms. I'm willing to to dig in and fight with yeah. you, but I'm not just going to say, dude, just get the hell out of here. He's Cam Akers. He's a guy that never really solidified himself as the number one guy at any point. You're, and, and you're going to go pick a fight with a guy that's probably got as much juice in this league what did he as anybody? Fumble twice in that uh, Tampa Bay the game. The Tampa Bay game. Yeah. He, he, he was the beginning of that, oh my God, it's going to happen again. The most important thing, it was a story, and now it's not a story. And I think that's the part that I look at the Rams and I'm like, okay, hey, this is. They, they wasted no time to make sure. They're one and one. They got a chance to go into Cincinnati on Monday night. Joe Burrow might be there. They got a chance to go two and one. You go look at the rest of the NFC. Yes, there's some teams that are kind of on the upper echelon, but after that, there's a, a mix of mediocre teams. They want to focus on football. They here. don't do drama. You you look at them under the Sean McVay era. They really Aaron Donald had a contract issue, but there was never it never got ugly. It never got. Is he gonna just not show up? You knew he was coming. You knew they'd get it done. You knew they'd pay him. Everybody'd be happy. It keeps going on. They don't do drama. Girly ways. Okay, boom, gone. Goff. We've decided we decided. Boom, gone. They don't do drama. Even the Stetson Bennett thing with whatever's going on there. It's like he's our number two quarterback. To, yeah, he's gone. Like okay, nope. We're no noise. No nothing. There's rules. We're, Follow them, and this you're is, pulling with us, not against yeah, us. Yeah, are you be at your best when your best is required? We, not me. All, all of these things, mm-hmm. they're not. It's not just something painted on the wall. It's what they expect. And if you're not living up to it, next Which guy just takes me back to Kelsey and Taylor. I thought you'd say it takes you back to your time as a Charger fan, <laughs> when it's like everything's oh, everything's wonderful. Marlon McCree. <laughs> Factor caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So in addition, hey guys. Hi, um. To speed dating today, we are going to do a draft at oh, yeah. 12 o'clock. Yeah. And our draft is going to be on wrestlers, which I have... Okay, when I was thinking about it, I have on it. I have no history with wrestlers at all. But then I was thinking about it, and it's like, I know way more wrestlers than I thought. Everybody does. It's so pervasive. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, this is going to be a this is going to be a good one. So it takes us back. <laughs> like I know Jorge, we mess around with this. We used yeah. to watch WWF back in the day. There are so many all time greats, and the UFC and WWE one bought the other. I don't know who bought who. I think. They merged. WWF okay, bought WCW. Yeah. Okay, so oh, they that, did merge. Yes, a merging of equals is a success. That's yeah. a that's a big <laughs> story from last week. We'll rate our favorite wrestlers. Of we'll all draft time. our favorite wrestlers. Draft. Yep. All right. So um, this is according to uh, a reporter. So I can't remember who the reporter was. Sorry. Uh, so Walter Cronkite. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <Just playing. laughs> so again, I'm going to butcher this name. I'm going to try to say this name. So Yusai Kikuchi. Is that how you say it? Um, so Sounds he right. <laughs> he's a pitcher, and he said that the reason that he was suffering from cramps was because he only got 11 hours of mm-hmm. sleep instead of his usual 13 to 14 hours sure. of sleep. So apparently, he usually goes to bed at 11 p.m. and then wakes up at, at like 1 p.m. So it's an insane <laughs> sleep schedule <laughs> that, again, you miss half your life, uh, <laughs> but whatever. So you wish you could sleep like Yusai Kikuchi. Travis, uh, cap like you. You just answered it, Em. I, I there's stuff that I'd like to get done every day. I, I look. I like to sleep. I like the value of a little half hour nap here or there. It's very refreshing. It kind of keeps you going for the the second yeah. part of the day. I think like the the Spanish have it figured out, right? Like we're gonna start our day a little later. We're gonna work a little bit. We're gonna go home. We're gonna eat. We're gonna sleep a little bit. We'll work a little later, and then we'll keep it going late into the night. That sounds perfect, right? That just sounds lovely hibernating like a bear for half your life sounds miserable no i don't want to live like and that then you get all. cramps if you don't yeah, get yeah yeah just like whenever you have a long like i don't know let's say you normally sleep for six hours okay if you for whatever reason you sleep for eight i'm more tired the next I day i feel like garbage i'm more tired day. yeah, yeah. okay i i go cap but i want to go even a step further um do you ever read the emails Stephanie Alexander, who basically does so much around the office. Yep. Shout out, Stephanie. When it's a birthday, she will write some things. BK, Brian Kamnitz had a birthday earlier. Morales's birthday, I think one of the things that she said was she asked these questions, and Chris will respond. One of the questions was, what's a superpower you want? He said some to the effect of not sleeping. Right. So instead of 11 hours of sleep or 13 hours of sleep, whatever he's getting – is there a way I could get the least amount of sleep possible but still be able to just go? Be there's, a, there's a Seinfeld episode where Kramer only sleeps in 20-minute increments, and then he gets so disoriented that he ends up getting thrown into the river. All right. I don't want to be that, but, man, if I could get more time in a day, that'd be great. Jorge? Uh, Cap, I don't think I can sleep 11, 12, 13 hours, whatever. It's a waste of time. And also, I get like six at least if I can get four solid hours in, 
Four is good. good for you? Four is I good need for six. me. I can't operate at four. I, I need six. Yeah, yeah. four is yeah. You can do a day on four, right. like two days in a row of four. You, oh, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Yeah, you can like do if a you day. have a red eye yeah. flight or something, you can get, catch a couple hours on that flight yeah. here and there and like maybe fly. That I'm oddly very good at. If I go fly somewhere, I will just adapt right away and just power through it until it's their night and I wake up. I'm talking about sleeping on the flight. I can't do that. I do that. I knock myself out on the I'm Russell Wilson doing high knees in the aisles. Sure. <laughs> I, I have a hookup. I just knock myself out. All right. So on this day in 2004, uh, Green Day's album "American Idiot" came out. All right. So I love this album. I listen to it all the time, and I, I listen to this song specifically a lot. I was in like my punk rock era when I was like 10 years old. Okay. I don't know why, but um, punk is having kind of a resurgence. Um, a lot of Olivia Rodrigo's new music is very punk influenced. Not the main ones that you see on singles, but. Most of her album is very punk. So you had a punk face. Al, factor cap. Fact, definitely. High school. Um, Blink 182, Weezer, no use for a name. Did your outfits match? Hell no. (laughs) It was just the music. I was still a Chaldean kid growing up in El Cajon. (laughs) You weren't completely in that community (laughs) yet with that, but definitely had a punk face. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. These were all, by the way, just iconic. Great bands. I mean, Weezer, yeah. I think of right out the gate. Blink-182, so definitely Blink-182 is a San Diego band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Trev? This may come as a huge surprise to you, but <gasps> no, not really. What? <laughs> was that? But, but that had more to do with it was after. No, it, it's no, because there's always, it, it's just, always been it was punk, so but, popular. Yeah, but you're talking about more popular, like there's the Sex Pistols, there's the Dead Kennedys, there, there yeah. are all these bands from like the 70s and stuff that I knew about. Music... I like a lot of different types of music, but I've never been like, my identity is this genre of music, whether it's punk or country or pop or whatever it is, uh, hip hop. I like a little bit of most things. Um, so I never was really like, yeah, this is, I'm only listening to my punk rock phase. All right. Absolutely. I told you guys about my skateboarding days and then me and my homies, I was a camera guy recording these guys and I would edit the videos. Skate punks. Yeah, exactly. So I would record the videos using music from No FX, The Offspring. Remember, I was just going to say dude, Offspring, Bad Religion. Exactly. Bad, oh, dude, all these Some random ones. Pennywise, yeah. dude. Pennywise. Oh, all these absolutely. Pens. You guys ready for this? Sure. This is a little flex time for me. Got one? No. <laughs> the drummer for Bad Religion follows me on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, no. Well, you don't post enough for him to stay. <laughs> and every time I do, he's one of the first. Greg Hudson, Amazing. who has been and still plays with them. Right? You want still, another one that plays it. to your side? Flea had to issue you an apology. <laughs> oh, that's right. So I, every time I see it, I'm like, that's badass. Greg Hudson just liked my post. I love it. Um, also, if you are a like skater guy and stuff, one of the greatest documentaries I've seen in the most recent years is called Minding the Gap. It was nominated for the Oscar the same year up against Free Solo, so it didn't win, but it was my favorite documentary of the year, and I believe it's on Hulu. So Minding the Gap, if you're interested, that's my suggestion for you. Pennywise. He threw out Pennywise. <laughs> Pennywise. Good no one. effects, man. The Oscar. Good one. Come yeah. On. All right. So James Dolan said uh, that owning a team is stressful. He says, I don't really like owning teams. Who said, said that? I'm sorry. James, James Dolan, Dolan. Okay. owner of the Knicks. So, uh, again, you don't have to. No one's forcing you to own a team. <laughs> but uh, owning a team would not be fun. Uh, Jorge, factor cap. Oh, no, I think it would be extremely fun. You know, you get to bring friends, family, all kinds of But also, of if they're doing bad, they chant, F uh, Jorge, F uh, Jorge. Okay. As long as, look, as long as we're not bad enough to where they're like have picket signs outside the stadium asking for my head, then I'm good. But I think it would be f- extremely fun to own a team, especially a soccer team. I would love yeah. to own a soccer team. Trev? I don't know if there's anything that would be more fun, right? Because if it's 
good, you get a ton of credit. You mm-hmm. get to celebrate. Like Jorge was saying, you get to be front and center with all the partying and everything else. And if it's bad, you're still a billionaire. You can you can go chant F me all you want with your signs. But you're I own the with my private building. Jet. I'm going to get on my jet. I'm going to go over here. And I'm going to go to enjoy the rest of my life, right? And I'm going to still own the team, and I'll run it back next year, and you suckers are still going to show up and pay me to come and watch it anyway. So there's no downside to this. I think the... I think also the downside in terms of if you like the sport is because I think the worst owners are people that care so much about that sport because they can only see their fandom. They don't see the like clear headed businesses of it. So I think that's why it'd be difficult if you're a fan to be an owner. Al? Fact, 100% owning a team would not be fun. And I'll tell you, because I would care so much, and I'm not saying I don't want to own a team. But hypothetically, if I own the San Diego Padres and the city has never won a World Series before and has never won any championship before and you're the only one it's on your shoulders, I'm feeling that stress. I want to win and it's so hard to win, but I would take owning a team 100 times out of 100 times. I don't think I'd sweat it very often. It no, didn't I would, work out. I'd be Will Ferrell. <laughs> Remember we did the possible. remote? Will Ferrell yes. showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. He owns the LAFC. Yeah. He shows up. He's like, hey, I was just in town. I heard you guys are here, and I came to say hi. I think the best kind of ownership would be one in which you're not known. You're just like a group. You know, like the Guggenheim group or something? I don't know. The, you guys probably know who's in it, but like Mark I don't. Walter's like the top of the chain there. Right. But I'll be honest with you. If you had a lineup with 10 people of guys that kind of look like him, right. I'm not sure I could pick him out. But you I just put pick- your money in, you go to all the games, you enjoy it all. And yeah. you know, when you get the uh, championship, if you do it lucky enough to win, you get the trophy first. Let me ask you this. Does it, has it ever looked to you like Jerry Jones isn't enjoying himself being Jerry Jones? Mark yes, Cuban's not enjoying himself. He's not enjoying himself when the Cowboys are losing every they're, year. They're losing, but I guarantee you, he goes I think back. Doctor and opens Jerry Buss was the, feeling uh, good. The the bottle of Johnny Walker Blue that he drinks like ice water and probably enjoys the rest of his. Jerry evening. also wants to get uh, another Super Bowl before he dies, and probably is holding off on that. Okay, this is a great. Co- we we should talk about this when we come back because I don't know if that's true. I know that that's the the common conventional wisdom. But I don't know if that's actually true. We'll do that when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So this is Taylor Swift uh, to Travis Kelsey. she got a white boy on her roster. She has a roster <laughs> available to her, okay? She She's, has an extensive roster. Yes, exactly. So she has the ability. They're texting. They're talking. They might not be totally committed yet. The I, roster. That's where it is. I think when, he when sent an email and that's it. How does and they're it in photos together. That's when it transitions. The roster. Hi, Chris. What are you doing? We're trying to talk about Taylor Swift. What do you Swift mean? What is he doing? It's lit. I, I, no, it's not. Oh, no, it is. It is. Thursday. It is. Well, I'm here because of the, we're, we're, there's some technical uh, issues, so I've been asked to come in, which you know how much I love, love being asked those. to come in the third day of the week. Woohoo! Were but, you still up here, or did you come up this morning? I, I wanted to. I was actually told, why not just stay at the East Central one more night last right. night by our owner, Sam? I said, no, I want to go home. Sure. I can relate. <laughs> I want to go home, but I it's wasn't home very long. home away from home. Well, so yeah, you went true. home to the pirate ship and now you're back? Yeah, but Cappy had this whole thing where he wanted me to go to LAX with him to have a birthday dinner. And then he, I, he's, the like, he's like, you can Uber from the airport. It's, yeah. it's quicker than Ubering from downtown. I go, on what map? Yeah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> so anyway, I'm back. And just now I was talking to Slee. Yeah. And you said, Chris, we're yeah. coming back. I said, I'm well aware. Yeah. But I'm talking to Slee. I understand, but we're, we're getting ready we to start We were trying to have a nice conversation and like just straight interrupted us. Yeah, and then you did the Morales thing. Where no, I meant you, you interrupted us. Back. We're oh, having the conversation. Oh, well, all right, then I'll, I'll stay out of it. Go ahead, finish it up. How's well, everything going? I just want to see I wanted to see if you wanted to grab lunch after the show. You know, CMM-style lunch, you know what I mean? What if I told you today I can't? 
What does that well, mean? Everybody else has told me they can't. Travis is available. I didn't invite he Travis. He does have a two o'clock deadline for his. I got I got stuff I got to do. What do you got to do? Don't worry about it. By the way, was that a that wasn't a new picture you posted of your? That was like an old picture. It was go. when she cut my hair the last time. Yeah, it, the, I was the thinking one and only time she cut my right, hair. Right, that was old. Because yes. I could just tell by the hairline, even in the back. <laughs> well, and the color. The color too. It's a little. It was a little darker. Do you, think, you know, back in the day when we were kids, you go to a barber shop and you're basically. By the way, they may still do this. I just haven't had the experience in a long time. <laughs> They have just all the photos. Hey, which cut do you want? What do you want the back I've to always, look like? Okay, I've, I've seen that. I yeah. know what you're talking about, but I've never said, like, give me the number seven. I no, just, no, no, no. But it's more that. like. Just like the, that with fries. <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that the beef and broccoli plate or. One from call me. One They're from like, call we don't me, know right? what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but do you ever see specifically be the back? Like, you want it tapered. You want it this, that. Do you know what's not on that list? <laughs> that yours straight across halfway, halfway up the back up. of your skull. Yeah, that was probably it's not a good. Probably look. not there. It's not a good look. It's grown out. You know what else I did today? And I've only been doing this recently because producer Lindsay last week on the show I forgot when the whole thing about how McDonald's was going to take away the found drinks. Right. And her, her her you know if Lindsay does it that means everybody else does it in the world. She's like, well, whoever goes inside a McDonald's anymore? I go well once in a while I go inside because I want to fill my own foundry. But now. Depending on what area you're in, going inside of any sort of QSR restaurant can be a little like you can't just use the bathroom. Do a little you know. drive-through action. You still action have and... to order on the the screen a lot. I too. felt so, so earlier in the week. I did not last over the weekend. I went into one and I didn't order on the screen because there was today. You had I did to order to a person. I did wow. today. I had to order on the screen and I felt like an imbecile. <laughs> it's way... And I'm thinking, I think I'm pretty smart. So how are less smart people doing this? <laughs> and it took me like ten minutes to order. Uh, breakfast. Well, this is how I ordered the twelve, the cookie um, tote. I got a t- cookie tote <laughs> in Denver off of that because I had to add thirteen cookies right in a row. So I went there. Cookies. Then I got on the train to come here because I thought, you know what, I'm being asked to do something I don't want to do, and we know how that usually goes with me. So I'm going to go to breakfast and sit there like a normal, like a normal person, and have some time to myself. And then there was a screaming then the gentleman. Then screaming stymied you. Well, there was a coughing gentleman, and there was a screaming gentleman. Well, she had a combination there. There's, that's, uh, that's and I was it. trying to record a social video, and I wanted to go like, "Sir, can you stop coughing and screaming? I got to record content for my Instagram." You you kind of <laughs> have like the hat trick of those experiences: the frustration in ordering, and a couple of people that you got to keep your eye on at all times. But you know what? That egg McMuffin. Oh, it's beautiful. That oh, is beautiful. Did you hear egg McMuffin? Not a sausage McMuffin. Egg. That's no, old school. It's. I need it's sausage a, in there too. Well, yeah, cut that up. Both. I cut that up too. Yeah, yeah, sausage and egg <laughs> at the same sandwich. Yeah. yeah, well, the sausage McMuffin. I did that on McMuffin Sunday. Doesn't have the slice of ham. Only the egg McMuffin has the slice of ham. Right. Yeah, he does both. That's I want very sausage. exotic. Sausage. Oh, so you combine it? No, no, That's no, what no, I'm saying. No, no, sausage and egg. As right. In the sausage, sausage McMuffin. Egg. Sausage right, yeah. egg McMuffin. Yeah. No ham. That's the egg McMuffin. So you don't get the egg McMuffin. You get the sausage McMuffin. The egg McMuffin is the ham. The sausage. I'm McMuffin so confused is the here. What okay, is happening? start over. Start over. <laughs> sausage McMuffin. Has the egg in it. And the patty of sausage. And the patty of sausage. The egg McMuffin has the egg and a slice and the, of ham. ham Canadian exactly. ham. Okay, then yes, sausage. Canadian Sausage McMuffin. Yes, okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. know you could Here's the problem. That's why I got so excited. Here's the problem with the sausage McMuffin. And I, because I had that Sunday morning. I was, I was a little, you know, feeling it after the Mandala party. Um, McDonald's, along with every other fast food restaurant, now uses seed oils to fry everything. Whereas, like, McDonald's french fries, when we were growing up... Peanut, right? No, they were fried in beef oil. Oh, beef, beef ta- fat. Beef tallow. Mm. Right. That became... Oh, it also was very expensive compared to seed oils, which are horrific for you. Yep. Which are just not and good. And the cheapest of them. And the cheap. And you could reuse it for days. 
and now they add beef flavoring to the fries. Anyway, okay. does that that oil is also being used to fry the the sausage patty, which is again it's not it a horrible go thing. Does it the griddle? It does, but there's still there's probably using oil for the griddle because okay. you feel very heavy. Like Sunday it's on a Sunday, a, I didn't. It's not a salad. I mean, it's a sausage sandwich. Right. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. So on a exactly. Thursday, when I had a full day of you know a CMM type lunch, and then being on standby with Gray, where we jump in on the afternoon show between like artifacting, I said, "Hey, are we gonna go egg McMuffin?" What does today? artifacting mean? When you're speaking and it's like. Sedano and Cap, blah, 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 and you hear the, and you think, oh, is this Independence Day? <laughs> oh, my god! Like, remember? There's That's artifacting. Code embedded in the noise. Well, it's just artifacting. It means our bit rate isn't holding because apparently our internet is under attack. Just ours. I, Why I, are yeah, they coming after us? They heard about Ask Slee. And the Mexican alien? No, the Peruvian aliens. That was a Peruvian alien. It was no, hold on. They don't even. The Peruvians don't even know how the Mexicans got a hold of these they stole aliens it from Peru. Hey, <laughs> I just read the story this morning. The Peruvians don't know how the Mexicans got them. It's interesting. I don't know how authentic. Did you that see the story thing is. on Instagram where they unwrapped the tamale and the yes. alien was inside the tamale? <laughs> when they cut the alien into cake. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, those are terrific. Or you know, she's got, you know she's got speed dating tonight, right? What you does that even mean? What does that mean? I am going to a speed dating uh, event where you go and you sit there and then you speed date. Do they have like the people. bell? I don't know. I haven't been, so we'll see. I don't know how much time there's going to be. I don't know how many Travis, people there's going to be. So we'll to. see. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm going to think it's a five-minute little thing. Five minutes. It's got to be five. Probably. Five to seven. Yeah. It yeah. can't be ten. You'd be there all night. Yeah, if, I think do you have a question nice. you want her to ask, her date? Why are you doing this? Okay. Oh my gosh! It's fair. To By the way, people. somebody else kind of leaned into something like that. Yeah, well, one of the Twitter questions. Yeah. I think you want one of my least favorite creative. questions is like, uh, you know, what brings you to Hinge? What brings you to this? It just it doesn't ever go in a place. Isn't the that's answer fun. always so I can meet people? Exactly. I mean, it's just, like, what else is this there. situation going to be? Yeah, anyway. I'm trying to meet somebody. Yeah. So. I have some good suggestions on Twitter and stuff, and I've been reading them throughout the day. But if you have any more, please send them in because I want to figure out in the dump. I'm going to reveal the question that I'm going to ask. The people that I meet tonight, and uh, I'll tell you guys how it goes. Are you going to go have your lunch? Uh, when Slee gets off the air. Mm. Were you a WWF guy? Yeah. WWE? For like two years. Okay. Like 92 through 95, actually three years, those 95. Are, those are solid I years. was the Brett the Hitman card. I had the outfit. I had the sunglasses and the belt, and I would go around. He's a man. And, I've, you know, he's the excellence in execution. It's like me. So you know, like, the phrases and stuff. Well, the, like Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> so, yeah, you're okay. And I remember, like, early on into, like, late, like, mid 92, being mm-hmm. at the market with my mother and wanting the WWF magazine because they had, like, a magazine. And her, my mother really was, like, I wasn't allowed to watch G.I. Joe and stuff. Little did she know that those weren't the issues that were going to be coming <laughs> up in life. But nevertheless, I remember, like, begging her and, like, she wouldn't buy it for me because it was too violent. And then my dad got me into it. And he, well, he would sneak you wrestling mags was, on the and side. Then, yeah, just like he snuck me to casino, and then she, that was a tough dinner when she when I accidentally said that Dad and I went to casino today. Oh, to see when the movie. She found out. Yeah, that was a Oof. quiet dinner. Oof. She wasn't happy about that one. That's always a fun moment when you know mom and dad are at each other, and you're sitting there like, and Dad's doing stuff that mom doesn't even know for her son. <laughs> yeah, or for her son. It's not the best. You want to participate in the draft? No. Okay. Good. Wrestlers. That we had to add things to the graphic. And yeah, like, that's why we don't do four things. This is well. This is what Clinton got. So well, there's too many things on the. What's the draft the, today? Wrestlers. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Do you want me to draft your team? Greatest yeah, wrestlers of all time. Well, you uh, you, you said one already. You watched, that's right. Uh, that's a you. Good one. You were a wrestling fan. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Murder She Wrote, and then directly to. <laughs> Did you like the Million Dollar Man, Ted Dabi- Ted DiBiase? 
No, there's too many, too many other good. Mr. Ones. Ass, remember Mr. Ass? Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, it's, it's a wrestling name. <laughs> whoa! I don't know him, but I'm, <laughs> I'd a, like to learn about him. It's the midday. Yeah, you yeah. just drafted him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. He used to wear like bright green shorts. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that that was a guy, but now I now I do, and now I have to you can pick him. My do we have the order yet, M? Rap. Yep. <laughs> we do. Am I picking yep. first? You are not. Okay. I will well, reveal we'll the next. Figure out segment. who is our wrestler draft coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN.